Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass. And I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey, hey, welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hey, y'all. I'm Karista. And thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Love Always Self. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> it's funny because I, when we first hit record, this little lady pops in. She's like, recording has begun or something like that. And she's like ridiculously loud. So sometimes when we start, we just have this like surprise moment on our face. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I had a surprise moment on my face because she was quieter. Oh, Oh, yeah. Nice. She like whispered to me. So I'll take that. <laughs> She's being gentle today. Gentle. So gentle much compassion lady. from Zoom. <laughs> Thanks, Zoom. And this episode is not sponsored by Zoom, just so we're clear. No, no <laughs> <Okay>. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But today uh, we wanted to bring you a topic uh, that may may, may trigger some, uh, depends on how you look at it. And we hope that you're open to receiving this information about judgment today. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> judgment. <laughs> you know, I mean, and this, this topic was kind of something that you and I bounced back and forth on. Um, there seems to have been a lot of that going on just like in the collective, you know, this past week, I saw this post, uh, somebody had made about 50 cent looking like larger, I guess, than what he looked before. And I was like, really? And so I looked at it and I was like, he looks great. I don't get it. You know, well, I mean, what do you expect? Like our bodies change as we age. Mm. What do yeah. you expect? <laughs> I am not the same size I was in my twenties. So, <laughs> Well, and let's also have a little compassion about the last two years when our whole lives were disrupted and we haven't been able to move, whether that's, you know, physically or socially like we used to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, uh, right. I was just starting to work with the train with a personal trainer, mm -hmm. uh, and get myself back into shape. Um, right before, you know, the, everything went down the, the dimmick. <laughs> <laughs> I love these little words. <laughs> I have to insert something so we don't get like, you know, flagged or anything, but yeah. So um, and, and when all that happened and, you know, they closed down the gyms and stuff, I remember being like, oh my gosh, I finally just got into a routine. I finally started working on me and I unfortunately used it as a, um, uh, a weapon to, to not work out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, I was doing personal training, like actually training people 
right before, you know, everything shut down. And so I went from moving all the time to sitting all the time. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but let's get back to judgment, right? Because in that stagnation, we've probably, I know for me personally, I've been harder on myself. Um, I'm, you know, my own worst critic. And so I tend to hold these judgments on myself uh, about how I'm feeling, how I'm moving, how I, you know, look or fit in clothes. So those self-judgments, those are harsh. They are harsh. And there's so many um, aspects of just the word judgment, right? Or and mm-hmm. the the mental state and the emotional state behind mm-hmm. when we say judgment. So it could be the self-judgment. So how we are perceiving ourselves and mm-hmm. and the things that we tell ourselves every day. Um, and what what did, I saw a study done recently. It wasn't recently. I just saw a study done that I saw recently um, (laughs) (laughs) that said uh, something about how your, uh, the things that you say to yourself or your thoughts um, that like 98 or 99% of them are from the previous day and, Mm. and how that just kind of keeps having a ripple effect and carrying forward. So when you're speaking terribly to yourself um, and and you, which is a judgment, right? It's a judgment towards based off of your own perceptions, Mm -hmm. beliefs, whatever, Mm-hmm. Um, that you can carry those thoughts if you're not ca- catching those, if you're not actively working on retraining yourself uh, every day, like over that's and really, over and over again. That's really interesting. That that makes me feel like affirmations are even more important yes. because that trains you to connect with those type of positive statements day to day. And that's why starting it can be difficult, right? Because you are retraining your muscle, your brain. Well, it's not really, I don't know, your brain to think differently in different pathways. And so it takes time to create those new habits of thinking differently. Yep. Yep. So what about judgments on other people? (laughs) (laughs) So when I saw said post that I'm speaking about, um, I, I actually wanted to comment on my friend's post, um, and just say, wow, I'm feeling judgy against all you people being judgy. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, it's a never ending loop, you know, like yeah. once you start it, it, it's it's hard to get out of it. And so we find ourselves sometimes having even the smallest of judgments about whether it's uh, the way that somebody does their hair, or whether or not they're, you know, wearing makeup or, you know, like like I've had comments made like, oh, you don't wear makeup when you're doing this podcast. And, you know, like it would be cool. Like I've seen you in makeup. It looks really pretty and you should do that more often. Right. And I'm just like, um, this is me showing up as authentically me. And this is what I'm comfortable in. Right. And then I find myself judging the person for saying that to me in the first place. Again, it's just this. But, but what's the other side of that coin, right? What is causing that person to judge in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that is typically in their own judgment on themselves and their own personal beliefs that Mm -hmm. they've been in the thought process of you look prettier. If you're wearing makeup, Mm -hmm. if you present Mm -hmm. yourself in a certain way that to them is what they've learned to Mm -hmm. be how you should present yourself. Right. Those programs again, you 
must be, uh, and, and, and I'm going to touch on the weight situation just because, you know, I experienced this myself. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that, but like, there is a perception of, you know, and, and a lot of this comes from just the systems that we've been raised in, right? Um, where if you are extremely skinny, then you must be healthy. Um, and that's the preferred look, right? So I don't think that's true, first of all. Um, I know many individuals that have uh, larger figures and are in great shape and in great health condition. Um, we're all different and we all carry ourselves differently. Um, and we all have different genetics uh, associated with that as well. And so, um, but it's just that, that judgment towards others not appealing to the societal market, right? Like the, the way that we're, it's advertised that, uh, which is why I, I love seeing different advertisements going out there of like, mm -hmm. you know, people in like our, all the different forms. Diversity. Which, right. Mm -hmm. All the different forms in which we are. Um, but yeah, so I mean that, but the harm that you do on yourself and to others when projecting your own beliefs and judgments towards others for not having the same beliefs and, and, and thought processes that you do, um, it, it can be pretty immense and, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it can be very harmful. And so that's, uh, and it's very negative too. Just yeah. Yeah. throwing that out there. And, and, you know, back to that assumption, cause that's what judgments are too, is their mm -hmm. assumptions. You are assuming that skinny people are healthy. Mm -hmm. And as a nurse, I've seen plenty of instances where a person's BMI is quote normal, but their cholesterol levels look way out of whack. And there's a concern about, you know, uh, a disease within the vessels Right. and within the heart. And it's just simply not true. That's not a fair, uh, assessment of a situation. Right. I agree. Mm -hmm. And, and there's so many individuals out there that are, um, you know, and I, and I've experienced this even myself, just maybe not to an extreme degree. Um, I've always been kind of bold in my own stance of like, well, this is what I look like, deal with it. Right. But there's uh, individuals out there that do experience um, this, uh, what do they call it? Uh, I wrote it down, body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm just going to read this straight from like a definition I Googled, but uh, body dysmorphic disorder is a mental health disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance, a flaw that appears minor or can't be seen by others. But you may feel so embarrassed, ashamed, and anxious that you may avoid many social situations. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. fuck. You know? <laughs> like, talk about the uh, funhouse mirror, right, mm -hmm. that you are staring into. That's not fun, right? Just using that word as a reference to what I'm talking about. But the, the mirrors that we're looking at at ourselves and other people are so distorted by the boxes and expectations uh, that are created by programs and patterns and society yeah. that you know may have worked in a sense previously, but I think we are you know growing away from that. And that's one thing that I think we've 
failed to acknowledge society wide is that if we are growing as a uh, not, not, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? If we are experiencing, you know, expansion in our intelligence, in the way that we are experiencing life and acknowledging and recognizing this interconnectedness between all things, if we fail to acknowledge that in the way our society has been formed and don't create something new to honor that we're going to experience just this, I think a break. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like when I think about the way in which I would love to see us go, right. Where we release judgment towards others and ourselves. Um, and, and I believe we've talked about this before where this, this beautiful vision that I just have in my head where it's like you over there, you look like this, you do this and all that stuff. And I'm not saying drop the concerns of being healthy and all that other fun stuff, because I think the, the release of judgment towards yourself can give you a little bit more freedom in practicing what's best for me. Right. So, um, because you're not focused on what others think of you, you're only focused on what do I need? And I wonder too, how much our sense of sight (laughs) adds to judgment. Yeah. Right. Have you, um, there's a a series on Apple TV and I think it's called C like S E E. Mm. I've heard about that one. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Jason. (laughs) It's incredible as far as the perspective that it offers just how much less anger and resentment and fear and judgment based on looks, just that surface level stuff would go away. Not to say I would want to miss out on all the beautiful things that sight, you know, provides us, but does sight get in the way a little bit too of seeing deeper seeing the person as a whole. So this is a tricky one for me because I'm getting all these like thoughts and images in my head. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like on one aspect, yes, it does. It definitely plays a role. And I, and I definitely see how that is connected on the other aspect. It is your perceptions that can change what you're seeing. So Mm -hmm. it is your, Mm -hmm. it is your beliefs and what you've been taught that this is what it looks like to be right, right? Um, this is what it looks like to be healthy. This is what your the site that you are utilizing. It, there's still this um, a taught pattern in and a belief that's just that's embedded in you at that point to say, I'm going to place judgment on this other individual because that's not what I believe is the right way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I, so judgments on beliefs. Yeah. Let's talk about that one too, because it's, you know, it's not just the physical aspects that we're wanting to talk about. That's an important aspect, right? The body dysmorphia, the finding our own self-worth, uh, not being 
hard on ourselves, detrimental to ourselves, uh, because we don't fit in this ideal way. Um, but judgments on our belief systems. So sensitive topic, religion, right? Yeah. I believe that there's no one right religion, but there are truths found in each. And one of those truths that I've seen as a common thread is compassion and kindness and almost like the golden rule, right? Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. And so often we take it upon ourselves in certain religions to be the judge of other people's decisions and other people's lifestyles. And I strongly believe that that is not our role. Our role is to love despite yeah. anything. And wow, because uh, let me try to put this in a different perspective for a second so I can just wrap my head around what you yeah, just said, yeah. right? We're, we're processing. This is yeah. a straight up discussion here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unprepared. So, unprepared. <laughs> um, so I know that when I first started channeling, right, mm-hmm. um, I was judging myself. Mm-hmm. I, I still do it a little bit, right? Uh, what does it look like when mm-hmm. I'm doing that? And, you know, you and I have talked about this. I have a lot of fear towards that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which judgment is a lower vibrational state of being, which is very much associated in the realm of fear. So... Um, my fears were somewhat carried on with religious beliefs that I was raised with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, be careful, you know, you don't know what you're doing could be sinful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or she must be crazy because that's not part of any religious aspect that we've been taught, that that's something that you should be doing, right? Okay. So, so there's, there's that, um, then there's the perceived on how it looks to others. Um, and that's just all me projecting out my own fears based on belief systems that have been distilled in me since a young, since a young age, right? Um, whether that's a, a religious belief, whether that's a personal belief on how things should look. Um, even when I was learning how to do channeling in the first place, I would see others in the way that they would do it. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to look like that, you know, which is my mm-hmm. own judgment towards somebody else. And now bringing that judgment back in on myself that I actually look like that a little bit. Right. So like, <laughs> so it's just kind of like, this could keep going. This could keep, unless you start to work on yourself, that never, that, that cycle of judgment doesn't have an end to it, right? And I, I do sometimes feel that maybe there's probably a little bit of this little judgment and, and almost, I wonder if there's a way to get around it, you know, while being in this human experience, while having the things that have been distilled in us since the young age. Um, so there's that, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. that as well. Mm-hmm. I could keep going, I could keep going. 
I'll, I'll pause for a minute. <laughs> um, I think too, on judgment, right? We, yes, judgment I feel is based in fear. And so what is that fear? I know for many of those judgments, not all of them by any means are based from a fear of not being accepted. Hmm. And that is a survival instinct, understandably. So, you know, back before we, uh, made rooted cities, you know, actually settled down from our migration patterns, um, we had to rely on the people around us to create safety, to find food, stay warm, have connections. And if there was anybody that didn't align with the way they lived their lives, then they would be ostracized from that community. And without the community, you are left open to lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to and, put that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it is a natural instinct of ours to have a need to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Things have progressed to a point where we can live independently without fear of death from lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, or, you know, famine because we can't forage the food that we need. And now it's, it's finding acceptance within ourselves as well. Not just because we've advanced to a point where we've developed a little bit more safety right. in our regular lives. And finding that self-acceptance is, I believe, truly more important than receiving the acceptance outside of ourselves because that lower level on Maslow's hierarchy of needs of being safe have been most, of, not, not everybody, right? Um, have been met. Right. And I don't, I don't think that that means, um, that community is not important because community is important. Absolutely. And the, when we talk about working on ourselves, um, and, and releasing judgment of ourselves, you will start to attract those individuals that are doing the same. So, um, that would still build you a community of individuals around you that are working on the mm-hmm. same things, right? Mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. still have that community environment and and still have those friendships and and um, have those types of needs met, right? Mm-hmm. While still practicing this, you know, lack of judgment and mm-hmm. and self care and self love and healing and things of that nature. And I guess to clarify, right? Like, there's different modes of safety, right? Mm-hmm. The physical aspect, like having food, having a roof over your head, having warmth or in Texas cold, um, (laughs) in the summer, uh, and so finding that safety in a community that is about building you up and not just being able to stay alive. Right. You know, what's interesting is, uh, while we've been talking, I just, I have this deck, uh, uh, the Angel Guide Oracle by Kyle Gray Deck. I'll link it below. 
But I got a deck, eh? I got a deck. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oracle card deck. So um, I just felt called to just pull a card off the top, you know, because they're facing down. Mm -hmm. And look what I pulled. It says inner child healing. Oh, that's beautiful. So what I see in this card is this woman who looks similar, like like an avatar, right? But the blonde hair, she almost looks like she's got a halo and she's holding this light that's almost emitting from inside of her. And there's a small child in her arms in that light. So that is beautiful. Isn't that amazing? I was like, oh. And so some of these judgments are rooted or right. We, we start programming or receiving the programming, our initial programming in the first seven years and in the womb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And those judgments that are integrated in that time frame, we can go back and heal that inner child that may have been surprised and disappointed by those judgments that they began to reflect in their own life later on. Here's what's really going to blow your mind is that if you start to think about not only those, you know, the ones that you were just talking about, but think about all of the, you know, how they're trying to make machines right now that or they might have already successfully done it, I think, uh, that are DNA-based memory because of how much memory is stored in your in your DNA and in your cells and mm. all that. And then if you apply the teachings of energy that's associated with emotions, which is associated with memories, um, and how that energy can be carried forward in your DNA and how this is all connected so not only are you experiencing your own stuff in this lifetime but you are also feeling and processing things from other lives that are associated with your own dna so take that blow it off the top of your head for just a minute because it's kind of a mind-blowing thought process And that then, is insane. Like DNA is so tiny. And I imagine, like, I can't even imagine the size difference between that and like a microchip. <laughs> and then I just got this image because, you know, sometimes I do this with my laptop when it's running a little slower, I talk to it and I pet it and I say, it's okay. <laughs> and so it's actually going to take that compassion and like embed it in its like DNA memory. <laughs> we don't know. I mean, that's some AI shit right there, but we don't know, know, like, but yeah. So, uh, anyway, I think that (laughs) don't judge me for any of this. We're in a judgment free zone. (laughs) So um, don't judge us for being silly and playful. We are (laughs) staying connected to that inner child. It's what keeps us young and vibrant. (laughs) Oh my God. Young, young, quote, quote, unquote. (laughs) young is a concept, not necessarily an age. (laughs) I mean, I don't think I look 41. Do I look 41? I don't see. That's me judging myself on what I think 41 is supposed to look like because I've been taught. (laughs) Let go of that. See, we all do it. We all do it. I wonder what would happen if we stopped like looking in the mirror. (laughs) 
See, I think that's my happy place because if I could just like not care at all mm -hmm. <laughs> what I look like, whoo, freedom. <laughs> so <laughs> no fox given. <laughs> no fox. Fox isn't the animal given. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh man. If, if transcript is like <laughs> re reading that out. I got the idea of what that might look like on YouTube if you have closed captions on. So we're talking about the animal. Um, yeah. So anyway, back to. Uh, <laughs> but why would you judge us otherwise, even if we used the other word, which was used earlier in the show? <laughs> right. Because we've been told it's a bad word. So, yeah. I mean. The other word. Is it the, the word, the word said. or is it the intent behind it the that intent. carries the energy? It's the intent. It's always based on your emotional state and intent. Well, I don't know. I don't know because, you know, that Dr. Emoto's water experiment, right? They just wrote the words in different languages. Did they, I wonder, like, how do you measure intent though? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> we need scientists. Come, come join us. I would love to see these experiments because there is an experiment with intention, right? There are experiments when it's mm -hmm. perception. So I'm seeing it and then intention. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. that would be an interesting experiment then. Um, like we, we talked about, we had a guest or we had somebody that we were talking about this with, uh, where they had plants and they would say nice things to one plant and negative things to another. But I wonder if you spoke positive words with an angry intent. Mm, you're talking about our conversation on unfiltered experience. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if that would have any different impact. I love our discussions. <laughs> This is what we do. So just so y'all know, for for our listeners, this, this is what Carissa and I do. I can't call you Carissa. I'm sorry. Carrie. This is yeah. what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. You're mm. always Care Bear. So yeah. No. <laughs> um, yeah. We just have these like back and forth banters and discussions. And we talk about all the different things that could and potentially are out there and impact us and impact others and how speaking of impact, right? Mm -hmm. If we are judging somebody else for mm -hmm. whatever, right? Right. We fully believe that we are all interconnected, whether you want to call us all from the same stardust, space dust, whatever, or if you want to say it's from the same God, whatever we feel that we are all made from the same stuff. Therefore we are all connected. And if we are making judgments on other people and there is negative intent behind those judgments or just not negative intent, just a negative vibration that's coming back to us. And is usually a projection of your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Energy is like a boomerang. I think. Yeah. I've experienced that way too many times to not know that one. So for sure. And we talk about that even when we're talking about cord cutting sessions and how you mm -hmm. release things with love and compassion and you don't release it with, you know, judgment, judgment negative intent. Negative, right. Yeah. Because it, think of a wave 
and how that wave just rolls out, but then ripples right back, right? Like the, it's the same thing. And it could take a few seconds. It could take a few minutes. It could take a few hours. It could take a few years. It could take a decade. Who knows? But it will come back. <laughs> or another lifetime. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. But it will come back. Huh. I mean, I feel like it would just choosing to practice not expressing judgment on other people, not worrying about assessing other people and placing judgment, taking that responsibility, did air quotes there, off your plate, like you are less weighed down. And taking that responsibility off yourself as well, as far as how you look at yourself, because at the end of the day, the judgment that you're giving yourself is just the fear of what others think of you normally. And so you're, you're removing your strength of how powerful you are. So it just let, I wanted to like grab people and be like, let the thoughts of what other people care about, let it go. Let okay. it go. <laughs> Let it go. There we are again. There we are again, ladies and gentlemen. Right back into it. <laughs> Do you want to um, build a snowman? <laughs> I, oh, what is it? Uh, I, I think it's a Buddhist quote. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not going to say it verbatim because I don't remember it verbatim, but everything just is until we make it into something. which has got intent and emotional connection to it, right? This is the, like this is the everything stuff. just is like just is the, the temperature outside. It just is. Why, why complain about how hot or how cold it is? If it's raining outside, it just is just be in it. You don't have to be in it, but it would just be in the, in the presence of the rain rather than I'm judging the rain for being present. I keep hearing the word adjust. So mm -hmm. using, using your, uh, the temperature situation as an mm -hmm. example of mm -hmm. this, just adjusting, we adjust to that all the time. It's like you could step outside and say, it's really cold. Mm -hmm. And in your head, you have a thought process towards, I like or dislike the cold weather. But at the end of the day, if you want to go out and deal with it or be in it, mm -hmm. not deal with it, we're going to drop that be in it, mm -hmm. you're going to adjust. You're going to add more layers of clothing. You're going to turn mm -hmm. the heater on your car when you get in it, whatever. You're just mm -hmm. adjusting. You're naturally flowing in mm. that state of being, right? Mm. Judgment is resistance. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. 100%. <laughs> God, I love these conversations. <laughs> Little pillow nuggets. And I and I do want to state that I right. <laughs> That's funny. To be continued on that one. Um, but I do think it's uh, uh, it's safe to say that we understand that when we talk about this and even if we make a joke or make light of the situation or we're just processing the conversation, mm -hmm. it is extremely hard for some. And mm -hmm. at one point, it was extremely hard for even me. Mm -hmm. And when you're in it and you feel stuck in it, uh, 
the amount of anxiety and depression and sadness that you're experiencing in those moments can be extremely tough and hard to get out of. And, and I understand that completely. Mm -hmm. But it's the whole part of the self-love and the self-care. And these things will start to enlighten within naturally. Your state of being will start to flow within naturally. So I just ask for those that are listening that are experiencing this, that are having concerns of their own self-judgment or are maybe having moments of a lot of judgment towards others, it is time for you to look within and just breathe. Take a minute to drop the concerns of everything around you and be concerned of your exact now moment in you and just start to ask questions. Where, what does it look like for me if I don't use any belief that's ever been taught to me, if I don't take any thought of what somebody else is concerned with and I just look at what makes me, me? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? And start to bring that into your now moment. That's my TED talk. I, I, yes. Yes. And asking if you really want to carry that burden. Yeah. And if you're ready to let it go and you don't know how, just start one step at a time as far as one, one moment and catch yourself in it, right? You may notice it after the fact and that's okay because that's where, that's a start. Everybody start somewhere. So recognizing it after the fact and saying, oh, that's a judgment. And then asking, why do I feel yes. the need to make that judgment on somebody else? What is it about my experiences that are creating this need to judge other yep. people for that? Because it usually starts What am with I you. uncomfortable with? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What needs healed within me? Uh-oh, that means it's reflection time. <laughs> but I feel like that's really like a, a big place of just beginning. Yeah. It is a simple reflection. It's literally what started us down our own personal paths where, where, why, and how we got to where we are today and all the things that we're doing today and sharing with you and sharing absolutely. With you like three or four years ago is when we really started deep diving into this stuff right? for ourselves. So if you're judging us, that's okay. We don't care. And we love you. We love you so much. And we hope that you take this as an opportunity to just reflect on what you need from this information. What do you need to heal? What does this trigger inside of you? And start with that. Know that you are always loved and always connected. You're never alone. Couldn't have said it better. And myself. don't forget to <laughs> love first, love last, and love always. <laughs> till, till next time, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. 
Hey, listener, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoy today's episode and we look forward to our next connection. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira. And until next time, remember to love first, love last, and love always. Love Always Self Podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.